Yay! First episode! Welcome to Heal and Grow with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki Kraminga Hill. Here we talk about everything grief, hope, illness, work, family, tragedy, possibilities, fun stuff, and not so fun stuff. It's all on the table. Let's take a look at our lives and work to heal and grow together. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, beings of planet Earth and beings of other planets, if you're listening. Welcome to the first episode of Heal and Grow with Nikki. I am your host, Nikki Kraminga Hill, and I am absolutely thrilled that you are here with me today. Starting a podcast was always on my radar, but life happened and I didn't get around to it, so... Here we are now, and it's pretty damn great. So today, I want to talk to you about like a minute-long conversation that I had with my dad recently that really started the healing process in motion for me. Um, So so for a little bit of background, um, my dad has been living in long-term care, which is really just a fancy way to say in a nursing home, which you probably knew. But I didn't. When I heard long-term care, I was like, oh, it's going to be glamorous. And then I got there. I was like, oh, this is a nursing home, which makes sense. I just (laughs) wasn't thinking that. So he's been living in a home since mm, the beginning of March. For about a month now, he's been receiving hospice care. He has lung cancer. Um, He has lung cancer. Uh, He a heavy smoker for his entire life and um, he was diagnosed with lung cancer at the beginning of February and he has chosen to not get treatment so when you have a terminal illness and you uh, aren't going to be treated that automatically qualifies you for hospice I thought that you qualified for hospice if you had six months or less to live but that's not necessarily the case so my dad is in hospice and um, our, our relationship has always been fine. It's been fine. It hasn't been, it hasn't been horrible, but it certainly hasn't been what I've, what I've wanted it to be. It's more, he's more of an acquaintance of mine. Like if, if we worked together, let's say, I would probably make a point to stop by my dad's cubicle every day and say, Hey, Phil, how's it going? Did you watch the game last night? Like, I would make small talk with him. He's a very kind and, and gentle man when, when he's not drinking. He's a good, good man. He's a good person. He just, he just, I just wanted something else. I just wanted something else for a dad. I wanted sort of the, you know, sitcom dad, which isn't even real, right? But I, but that's what I wanted. I wanted someone who sort of took care of the things around the house and who helped me with my car and and that's, that's just not that's just not what I had it's just not what I had my dad is quiet and sort of aloof and is incredibly introverted and I think has some anxiety again incredible man just not what I wanted and it's become more and more apparent to me the older I get that my dad is an alcoholic. There's a ton of signs 
um, he he fits the bill, so to speak. So I've really sort of been struggling with that as well, especially these past few years since since my mom died. My mom died in 2016. I've really been um, just aware of the relationship I have with my dad and why it isn't the way that I want it to be and why I'm afraid of him, um, which is stuff we could talk about in the future. But anyway, long story long, <laughs> my dad is very sick and we have an okay relationship, but not really, not really the one that I wanted. Um, my parents' marriage was not good. At the very best, my parents were roommates growing up. That's all I remember is that they were, they were more roommates. At one point, they started sleeping in separate bedrooms. My dad was actually on vacation once, and he came back, and my mom had switched his bedroom so that they had separate living quarters. And look, I'm all for people having separate living quarters if it helps them with their relationship, if it helps them sleep better. But this, this, was, not, this was not that. Um, my parents didn't really talk to each other. I don't really remember them fighting at all. It was actually, in my opinion, worse than fighting because they just didn't, they didn't speak. They would exchange pleasantries. They would figure out, you know, the, the car schedule for getting me around town to all of my appointments and dance lessons and things like that. But other than that, they didn't talk. I didn't see them be affectionate. And I was very young when I noticed this. I remember talking to my mom saying, you know, you and dad don't have to stay together for me. I'll be okay. I think I was like nine. I think I was about nine years old when I said that. So I always knew that my parents didn't have a great relationship. They did eventually divorce when I was 19, which was much more difficult than I thought it was going to be because I absolutely expected it. I just when it happened, I just thought, oh, oh wow, this, this feels horrible. Anyway, <laughs> I'll finally tell you the story. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a little bit of, of background on my relationship with my dad and his relationship with my mom. And then I'm just going to share with you this, this story. So I have this core memory of being a, a little girl. I, I don't know how old I was. I want to say, just because I remember the bedroom that I slept in when this story happened, I want to say I was anywhere between six and nine. So I was little. And I was asleep. And I was jolted awake by my parents screaming at each other, like full on screaming at each other. And I was very frightened because I hadn't heard this before. I hadn't heard this type, this type of communication with them before. And I, I don't know why I remember this, but, but my dad was putting all of his things, like his belongings, he was packing them up in garbage bags to move out. And my mom said to him, you if you're going to leave me, that's fine. But if you're going to leave Nikki, then you're the one that has to go downstairs and say goodbye to her and tell her what's happening because I'm not going to do this for you. And, um, God, this happened maybe 40 years ago. And it still takes me right back to that moment where I was afraid 
and I thought my dad was walking out on us. And I remember that in that instant, he actually came downstairs. He was crying. And I was I was awake, obviously. And he said, oh, Nikki, I'm so sorry. I won't leave you. I'm so sorry. I love you very much. And he kissed me. And I remember trying to comfort him because <laughs> that's what I do. And I was like, it's okay, dad. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, and then we never talked about it again, ever. I'm pretty sure I never talked to my mom about it. I certainly never talked to my dad about it. But I've I've held on to this for some reason. And I've tried to get it out during my therapy sessions. I've tried to release it. And it just, it just hasn't hasn't released and I so then I shared this story with my dad about three weeks ago so while he's in the home while he's in hospice I don't know why but I just said hey do you remember this and he said no I don't remember it at all but I I believe you and I said thanks for not leaving somehow I don't I don't know if it's because my dad's sick I was able to reframe this I don't know that it needed to be reframed but but it was reframed and I said thanks for not leaving and he started crying and he said yeah of course you know and that was the end of our conversation but in that moment it it released it released in me and and something freed up in me and I don't know maybe it's because I'm trying to make space for newer memories or better memories or maybe like now this is it's just the time it's the time to release it I don't know why now and not 30 years ago but it this this weight is gone from this story and I still get emotional talking about it obviously but I'm not angry with him anymore. I'm not angry with mom anymore. I'm looking at it differently. Like these were two adults that most likely should not have been married in the first place, but I'm very grateful that they were. But these are two adults having an incredibly challenging time and maybe not dealing with it very well. I don't know. But all I know is that this is this is good. This was good to, to tell him this. And it was freeing and it's and that's how I want my life to be, you know. I want it to be good and I want to be freed from my past that I keep I keep holding on to stuff in the past that I really ought to let go because it doesn't serve me at all and it doesn't serve the people around me to keep holding on tight to this. And and I'm I'm looking for freedom and ease and joy and it and it happened in this moment with my dad. So I wanted to share that with you in the first episode as an example of healing and and growing and that it comes at t- times when you least expect it. But as long as it comes, then then who cares when, you know, like it just feels so great to not harbor this anger and sadness any longer. Um if you have a story like this that you'd like to share or if something similar has happened to you, I would love to hear about it. 
or maybe you have an idea of something that I can talk about on the podcast. I would love that. Let's collaborate. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Okay, so you can email me at healandgrowwithnikkipodcast at gmail.com. Nikki is spelled N-I-C-K-I-E. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Heal and Grow with Nikki. You can buy my book. It's on Amazon. It's called Things I'm Thinking About, A Daughter's Thoughts on the Loss of Her Mom. And I'm also very interested in any speaker opportunities that if you if you have an opportunity coming up, pick me. That's the thing my friend Anne says. Pick me. Um, I would love to speak to your group. Uh, so if you like this episode, or even if you didn't, please hit subscribe, leave a review. Those things help so much, and I would really, really appreciate it. Thanks for being here today and healing and growing with me. I'll see you soon. Mwah!